This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning. Interesting show lined up today. Um, Now, at first the show was about Insight Food Tech. Uh, They're a fast-growing food tech venture uh, agreed to acquire Ecosis, uh, Sundar and Bahad, a homegrown retail technology solution provider that was recently recognized by KPMG and HSBC as one of the, quote, emerging Malaysian unicorns, uh, and together they're looking to create ASEAN's first retail tech ecosystem. With me today is Karen Poir, the co-CEO of Insight Food Tech Group, IFG. And if you uh, paid very close attention, you might realize that that is because there has been an acquisition. Karen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Tell me a little bit about your background and, and you know, what kind of industry you, you come from, if you don't mind. Okay. Uh, so I am actually the immediate past president uh, of the FinTech Association of Malaysia. Uh, I've been with the association since the inception in 2016. So I started uh, my first job uh, in, a, in a compliance firm. It's a boutique compliance firm. Uh, and then... That was like 2015, 2016, uh, and then fintech. The term caught on. It was uh, it was booming worldwide. Uh, that's when, as a firm, we decided to uh, pay attention to that to that trend. Mm. And then it was still called a trend. I don't think it's a trend anymore uh, because it's embedded in everyone's lives uh, today. Like um, you can literally live off from your phone today, right? From making yeah. appointments to making payments, um, et cetera. And just waiting for one day for Nirvana to also have a, a death app inside there. So joke <laughs> aside, that's, it's actually not a joke. Actually, there is a startup uh, that, that is dealing with that in that space, right? It is a, a taboo. We don't talk about it much, but it's really much needed. And it really gives the flavor to embedded finance, which is mm. my my favorite topic. Uh, so I was with uh, Razor Fintech for a while uh, and then also was the country manager for Funnel, uh, now called Alta. It's an equity crowdfunding company. So as you can see, uh, I've been in Fintech well, since 2015. Right. Um, so you've, you've seen pretty much everything along the way then, you know, as it comes to people not wanting to use QR codes and then being using QR codes and uh, e-wallets and super apps. You've pretty much seen the whole thing here in Malaysia. Yes, yes. And how do you think we are right now in, in terms of adoption of uh, digital technology um, when it comes to like, I don't know, usage, because I have this conversation a lot with people, um, particularly people who are either unbanked or they have a, I don't know, they're not so much weary about using digital technology, but a, a genuine fear, some of them, you know, yes. how do you, how do you convince them that, well, digitalization is, is really the only way forward right now? Okay. I get what you mean because uh, my husband is one of them. Uh, he always joke about like, uh, I'm not going to hand over my money 
to uh, young men that wears T-shirts and torn jeans uh, and run businesses. And as you can see in the fintech tech space, uh, the panelists uh, that goes on stage to talk about uh, tech are young, young men uh, in T-shirt and torn jeans. Or, <laughs> I mean, the latest one with the FTX. Uh, I oh, mean, yes. he goes around in shorts, right? Yes, and, yes, and yes. Yet, uh, so I, I would tell my husband that it's not up to him to decide anymore because mm. when the trend uh, catches on, when people uh, adapt and adopt, and it is a, a more seamless way of doing things, uh, you will have no choice but to be in the same boat as them. Mm, mm. So case in point is uh, COVID-19 has kind of helped uh, the micro uh, SME and the SME to adopt digitalization much faster mm. uh, than they plan to do. So mm. the industry is talking about maybe uh, even accelerated by five to 10 years. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the fact that in Malaysia, we have to do uh, the contact tracing. You have to scan when you check into a certain place with MySuchatra. That uh, behavior is very similar to uh, scanning a QR code to pay. Yeah. So it's, it's no longer a stranger to mm-hmm. anyone in Malaysia for that matter. You mm-hmm. would know how to pay with QR code and you are already... Uh, fintech dice for that. And of course, that's nothing new in China either. They've been using the QR codes as payment systems for, well, a a while now, quite a few years already. Yes, yes, Mm. yes, Mm. yes. They live their life through the app, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk a little bit then about um, food tech and um, ecosis, joining focus. What what did you think was the, I guess, the deciding factor behind that Mm. uh, formation? Yep. Okay. Um, so we wanted to revolutionize, right? A very big word uh, in the retail tech market. What it basically means is that how do we make things better mm. for our clients, B2B or B2C with embedded finance? Mm-hmm. And uh, both parties, we have uh, the same goal. So the timing uh, couldn't be better. So when we look at the offerings uh, by these two groups, uh, meaning Inside Food Tech and Ecosys, I, I can envisage the value-added services and the offering uh, like diverse solutions that will benefit uh, both segments. Mm. Uh, so inside food tech by itself, uh, we are competent to grow the consumer sector. Uh, we are the brand owners of Union uh, Coffee, the chain, uh, Hope Coffee, and also uh, Addicted. And we are also the licensee of several other brands, and one of which uh, that your listeners might be familiar with is uh, Wonder Mama. Mm. So in that sense, that is the food tech part uh, of the business. Like mm-hmm. A lot of people think that when I say food tech, it's like, oh, does that mean that I'm going to turn soya to taste like steak? No. <laughs> so <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't we all? So, so that's another uh, uh extreme end of food tech, right? So our food tech is actually to make uh, FMB um, owners uh, more capable to um, expand and use whatever technologies and leverage on it. And then when we saw um, uh, Ecosys uh, having the capabilities and the expertise, uh, we have also been following uh, their growth, uh, like you mentioned earlier. 
uh, them being earmarked as being uh, as the emerging unicorns. Mm. Uh, we felt that working together with them is, is a no-brainer. Plus, mm. they already have presence in uh, key ASEAN markets. Mm. What's your thought on this idea that they're, you know, the upcoming unicorn? Um, so, aside from being in fintech uh, for so long and then uh, joining joining Ecosys and Inside Food together, um, it's not easy to, to be a unicorn. Uh, sometimes I felt that uh, with that label, you have inevitably put uh, unnecessary pressure uh, on yourself yeah. uh, as a startup because yeah. uh, I'm also very much involved uh, in the Malaysian Business Angel Network. Uh, where we see uh, a lot of startups coming in and out and each of them saying that they want to be a unicorn and then uh, as, as the exit. It's not easy. It's mm. not easy. And you, you have to be, uh, you have to have like unlimited uh, pitless bottom pocket. <laughs> Right, because uh, customer acquisition is very expensive. Folks, I'm on the phone with Karen Poir. She is the co-CEO of uh, Insight Foodtech. Uh, they're a food tech venture. They supercharge QSBF, a quick-serving beverage and food brands. You tune into Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9. Bloggers for Malaysia, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. I'm on the phone with Karen Poir. She is the co-CEO of Insight Food Tech Group, IFG. Of course, you're through here on Tech Talk. Uh, Thank you for coming back and joining us again. Karen, I want to talk to you a little bit then about um, the uh, the business model and the kind of setup of, of your group and whether or not you think it's unique to the retail industry. And if you do think that, why do you think it's unique? What, what sets you apart? Okay, so... Um I hope I'm not giving away my business uh, secret sauce, but there is no secret sauce, so you don't have to hang on to <laughs> the radio. So we aspire to be the leading unified retail tech ecosystem, right? Which uh-huh. is a lot of work for what it means is to make lives easier for our clients. And our focus is actually the uh, micro SME and the smaller SME. Right. Uh, because the big SMEs are the... It's like a, a red ocean out there, right? Mm-hmm. So our bis- our ecosystem, okay, uh, is is um, is divided into four sector to make it easier for everyone that's tuning in. Uh, it has got the consumer tech, retail marketing solution. The third one is retail tech solutions and fintech services. Mm. So if you break that down to day to day activities you will see how the combined factors make our retail group unique. Mm. So we prioritize customer experience, uh, sourcing and supply chain strategy, and a business setup. And and this will enable the unified sales and data-driven decision uh, effective for all that's involved. Mm. So don't forget, we have the B2B business side of things, and we also have the B2C. Yeah. uh, 
Do you want me to elaborate? I would love you to elaborate. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So I'm, for the I'm, consumer, I'm, I'm waiting to find out if I am going to get some secret sauce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So for the consumer side, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we own um, uh, the union coffee chain, Hope mm. and uh, Addicted. Uh, so we have daily data coming in from the point of sale system from there. We also have uh, the online business, which is the Boost Eat and Food Advisory. right? So that would continuously provide us with live transactional data yeah. to probably one day realize that hey, people don't like to drink flat white anymore. They like matcha latte. Okay. So that is a useful information. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then for the business owner, this will provide valuable insights to their businesses and this will help with procurement. Uh, and then again, uh, this will then lead to the fintech side. Okay. Business owners suddenly realize that matcha latte is on the rise. They need to stock up but their cash flow is tight. So they need the fintech solution, which the group has. We have a money lending license uh, that is uh, regulated by KPKT. Uh, and then they use our point of sale system. So from there, we can uh, kind of have a, have a peek at their cash flow. Uh, and also um, as a first point of risk management, knowing that they will be able to pay off their loan if uh, we give them a small sum so that they can stock up on matcha powder. Right? I see. Yeah, yeah. So then everything ties together and it makes the SME's lives easier. Just to go back to um, a little bit you mentioned there about how, you know, you, you can see live the, the transactional data. Um, and so, you, you, as you mentioned, matcha latte or whatever is not selling so well this week or, or this month or particular. Is that something that becomes then um, like a, a manual interpretation or is there AI behind the scenes that's analyzing that data and offering suggestions uh, to you at the group or, or to the, you know, the store man manager at the time? Yeah. So that would be something uh, that what we want to do uh, mm. because uh, AI and uh, augmented reality, uh, even though uh, those technologies are not new, uh, it is about building a use case around it. Mm. Uh, so we are on the, our journey to do uh, fundraising and uh, to also look into uh, how do we expand and improve the current systems that we have. Because mm -hmm. my yeah, next question will be about fundraising. Yes. So that so you yes. do have plans for fundraising for this year then? Yes, we're looking to raise $10 million by quarter two this year for working capital and also mm -hmm. uh, IPO expenses. Mm -hmm. So your listeners are more than welcome to participate. Contact I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Now, um, from what I understand that you, you're looking to create ASEAN's first retail tech ecosystem and you've kind of hinted at that can you just e elaborate just a little bit on that okay so the the ASEAN retail tech right is actually an expanded unified retail ecosystem yeah uh so how do we go about that is uh I think it will be the same as with any other uh, startup looking for expansion mm. is to look for strategic partners uh, and then the best way to go is actually to look at the PPP model, mm -hmm. uh, private-public uh, private partnership. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we work very closely uh, with the folks at MDEC uh, yeah. and then um, to see how we can uh, hop on uh, to their uh, accessibility to, you know, expand our market access. Uh, and then we also work very closely with uh, InvestKL uh, because they are the folks that brings in uh, foreign investment yeah. uh, into the country. Uh, and then how we can then uh, reciprocate to the uh, visitor company country. Right, 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 right. Now, um, I, I've got a few minutes left and I've just got a couple more questions for you. And one of them is um, trends and, and developments here in the Southeast Asian region. Um, uh, how can you kind of leverage on some of these trends? I mean, and I'm not just talking about you as a group, but people in general, retailers in general, you know, how can they leverage on some of these? And then from those retailers, be a bit more specific about how you guys at IF will be leveraging on some of these trends. Okay. Okay. So again, going back to the rise of e-commerce in Southeast Mm. Asia region, right? So personally, we must admit that uh, we have embraced this uh, online shopping pretty well. Yes. Uh, But at the same time, you see the crowd going back to shopping centers. They are Mm. packed nowadays. Yes. Uh, concerts are back. So what does that actually mean to smaller SMEs, right? Uh, it just uh. means that you can't stay still. Yeah. You can't think that you have invested a little and it's enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, or worst case, like worst case is not invested in technology at all mm. and hope that your business remains the same. So, and, and you know it's a, a, a serious matter when the government announced to set aside a fund for micro entrepreneurs and small businesses. Mm, mm. Uh, and I would add a much needed uh, uh, money for women entrepreneurs, right? Mm, mm. Uh, so all this development in the digital payment and uh, fintech solutions uh, is what we are going to look at. We want mm. to offer um, better, seamless and convenient experiences for customers. Uh, less friction means more sales. Karen Poir, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Rich. My absolute pleasure. Folks, I've been on the phone with Karen Poir. She is the co-CEO of Insight Food Tech Group, IFG. If you missed any part of this show, download the podcast wherever you normally get it from. I recommend the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk this morning on BFM, I'm Rich Bradbury. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.